Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Uh, happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah. You said it's still a little bit chilly up there in New Hampshire, huh? It is. Well, it's crazy. That's all I will really say. Because just as much as the last, uh, you know, we've had some super cold days yesterday and today. And, you know, right before that, we were in short sleeves and acting like it was spring and clearing off the patio and cooking out. So you just don't know. We're in that New Hampshire, I don't know if Colorado, I can't remember if Colorado does this or not, but New Hampshire spring is not a normal spring by any stretch. It's, there is no predictability whatsoever. There was a little, there were snowflakes on our, on our pool cover yesterday when we woke up, yeah. you know, and like I said, before that, we're out working in the garden. So you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> in uh, uh, Colorado, it's warmer uh, mm -hmm. because we, you know, even we have so many uh, beautiful day. We have over 300 and some days of sunshine. Yeah. Uh, I remember that uh, from living out the, there. Actually one of the more, more sunny, even more sunnier than Southern California, if you can believe that. Is it really? Uh, not as warm and uh, mm -hmm. because we get snow and all that, we have the seasons, but uh, spring uh, is, it'll be warm, uh, you know, like 60, 70 degrees, and then we'll get right. a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the interesting enough, the heaviest snows are in March and April. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because of the patterns that come and the moisture, uh, we can get uh, many, you know, even feet a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were, you know, we were at home and there was a storm predicted uh, and, you know, and we, it happened. Well, overnight, uh, it, it snowed 75 inches. Oh, my goodness. And so, I mean, think about wow. se 75 <laughs> inches. Wow. 75 inches. Where of, was this at? This is oh, in, in, up, up and down the front range. And, yeah. Uh, and so um, we opened the door and the snow's above the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's over eight feet of snow yeah, right there. So think yeah. think about that. Um, it's above the door, and so you're not going anywhere. <laughs> six feet of snow. So yeah, a little six, over six feet. Six of feet snow. of snow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and in this particular case, um, you know, um, it was on our. We have a deck outside in the back, mm -hmm. and we knew <laughs> because of the weight that we had to get you that, do some quick shoveling. You have, you have to get that snow out. You know, so. Um, uh, actually, I had uh, my kids with me, and we um, we would open the <laughs> you open the door to the deck, and it's above it right. snows above you, you know, and right. so you just go out there and and you start you know trying to get it off. Start when, tunneling. For, fortunately, we we could throw it over the edge, and um, so while I'm out there, um, I uh, started hearing, and we had just planted uh, in the uh, fall mm -hmm. uh, some brand new evergreens. Um, and they were pretty sizable, uh, but you could hear them. All of a sudden, you could hear, "Uh-oh, branches are going to crack." Oh, snapping! Yeah. So, um, hey, I gotta, I gotta go brush those. I off. know that so sound out here. <laughs> I gotta go brush those off. So, 
Uh, I go out to the, uh, we have a door outside the side garage where I was going to have to go around to the back. um, And I tie a rope around my waist. Um, And I I tell Linda, I'm going to swim out to the trees with a broom. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I'm going to, when I'm ready to come back, pull me back because I want want to know where to go. Uh, And don't, don't drop the rope. And and don't oh, and, and don't decide you're hungry and gonna leave and just leave the rope there because I could you know I easily pull it away you know and so it took me it took me about an hour or so uh, I swam I swam through the snow that's uh, so I, funny I get to the tre- you know the trees are kind of you can see the trees and I get them off you know and <laughs> pull the rope and she was there fortunately pulled me back and it was the strangest the strangest thing so we generally don't have that much but we can get. March, April, we can get two mm-hmm. to three feet. Is it would be normal wow. to get two to three feet of snow at once. Um, wow. Yes. See, we don't usually do that, but we do a lot of unpredictability, and we'll get. You know, it's not uncommon for Easter to end up having a snowstorm. So yeah. that does happen. We've had our share of Easter egg hunts in the snow. You know, but um, but it's nothing like that. That's mostly it's usually a muddy season for us right. where things are just melting off. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting, and uh, uh, you know, as we're uh, discussing the uh, the covenant um, in a world of you know chaos, that uh, the world is is getting more and more chaotic. Uh, with you know, Russia and Ukraine are still going at it, and, and it's having you know ramifications around the world with gas prices and oil prices, and uh, you know, just uh, uncertainty uh, of what's going to happen next, and inflation, and uh, the cost of things have gone way up, and so everything is a little bit in flux. Um, and one of the questions that comes up, and, and I get this quite a bit, is, well, since everything is changing and everything is more complex and everything is, is seems to be at a negative path, um, how can you say the covenant is still valid? Because uh, it seems like there's a lot of problems out there. Right. And I, I say uh, yes and yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the world is getting more more uh, complex. Remember, it's evil. Uh, right. Evil meaning not of God, and it's under the control mm-hmm. of the enemy, and it's spiritual. Uh, kill, steal, and destroy. Entropy. Things are going to destruction, mm-hmm. uh, and we're we're surrounded by self-centered people uh, that don't care about us and are trying to get their own way uh, and cause us difficulty. Um, but interesting enough, that's the way it's always been. Uh, so it's not about are the circumstances generically, you know, culturally or nationally, are they okay? Mm-hmm. It's no, God says, none of that matters to me. I can mm-hmm. deliver it in the middle of that uh, right. because I'm sovereign and I can, I can have, I have power over it. So come with me in the kingdom and let me give you the covenant. You know, and again, we have, we talk about examples, but uh, you know, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were examples uh, Nehemiah, etc., where uh, they got transferred away from their typical life completely. Uh, in a yes, four, in still a four, lived in covenant, and and then still God said, "Well, mm-hmm. it's going to look different to you, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be the blessing I promise you of abundance and and shalom and deliverance and you know let me let me give it to you." Because circumstances don't matter to him. Right. So as we look at a world of chaos, it's not to focus on the chaos, uh, not even be surprised by it. Uh, it's rather, right. given this is the chaos or given this is my situation, 
uh, that I'm facing, uh, and that would be adversity and things that are coming against mm-hmm. you. Uh, what do you have to say about that, and how do you want to deliver to me the covenant? And last time we talked about wisdom and knowledge, because he is wisdom and knowledge. And mm-hmm. all the decisions to for him to guide you into his beautiful path is follow me, and let me let me walk you too with the wisdom and knowledge. And and again, as you, one of the beautiful examples we have of that is the disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about when he said to them, "Come and come and see." Interesting, right? Enough, which is our title of our uh, broadcast: "Come and see, finding truth." Uh, follow me, he says. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you say that they had much wisdom or knowledge at that moment? No, not no. at that moment. No. <laughs> See, they didn't have anything. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't know. They didn't even know exactly what's this going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, we're willing to, mm-hmm. but we don't really know. Uh, what did he do for three years? See, he walked with them, and they walked with him, uh, and he imparted wisdom and knowledge. He imparted covenant life to right. them, supernatural things, and all they had to do was just. I'll just go with you. Right. And they got uh, to bear witness to him doing all these things. Right. That's right. And just grow their faith in the midst of it. Right. Yeah. And so in three years, they literally went from knowing nothing mm-hmm. to being able to now uh, speak and give away and start the church. Right. Uh, why? Well, wisdom was still with them. Christ was in them, the hope of glory. and. He said, now I can be in all these people that are going to uh, expand you know, the truth of life and, and let me give it to you. And then in Acts 2, by the way, uh, it even says uh, people were coming every day to join it, not because it was, well, you need to know about Jesus. It's right. no experience Jesus. Mm-hmm. We are, and we're seeing these right. supernatural things happen because of wisdom and knowledge is showing us his answers and we're following him, and they can they can bear witness to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and that's and that's what we're trying to uh, keep helping people understand, which is what we do in our retreats, we do in our material, uh, and the people that go through it truly see a difference in their life, and then they become marketers, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, bearing witness to the covenant life because it hap- it's happening to them. Yeah. Well, and really, isn't that when you look at Mark three fourteen? That's always one of my favorite passages to come back to. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what Jesus did with the disciples too. You yeah. know, just playing on that. You know, it says then he appointed twelve that they might be with him, and that he might send them out to preach. Right. And so it started with that intimacy. Be with me, and when you're with me, you will bear witness to these things. And and with that is going to come the power to go out and right. take it forward. And that's, that's right. that blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. But it starts with him and then flows forward. Yeah. And Luke, um, uh, you know, chapter uh, 9 and 10 uh, gives a a beautiful description as he sent them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, I'm going to send you out uh, and tell people the kingdom of God is here and then demonstrate it with healing and and, uh, overcoming the demonic and supernatural work. So it wasn't just tell them about me. Right. When, so when he says preach. Let them experience the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, when he says in Mark there, when he says preach, he's not talking about, well, just talk about me. Mm-hmm. It's demonstrate and right. speak the truth of the kingdom, which mm-hmm. is the covenant life, and you get to, you get to be part of it. Uh, so uh, we're trying to understand this now. And as we look at this, 
there's another cool element of the covenant, and it is to establish us in good works, good works for us. Uh, so if you go to 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 and 17, let's read what this says. 2, 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 and 17. And may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Yeah. Uh, so the word establish uh, is um, let me set up, mm -hmm. put you in, have you experience uh, every Mm -hmm. uh, good word and the remember the word is how Jesus speaks to us the wisdom and right. knowledge the truth his his power his promises mm -hmm. uh, let me speak to you and he said I'm gonna set you up for the good work uh, okay now now think about the simplicity of that um, when he says good work what is he referring to there what he wants, what he's going to do through us, yeah. that we're invited to be a part of. Yeah. See, it's a little bit different um, understanding because our our typical definition of good work mm -hmm. is a predetermined thought mm -hmm. of um, I think this is a good thing to go do to have this program or to be doing this activity, mm -hmm. um, and I see the goodness in it because it's it has benevolence to it. Um, and so I'm going to do that. And God said, actually, uh, part of the covenant is he said, I am going to sh demonstrate to you and place you into the good work, which is joining me in my work. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, goes back to the abiding. Apart from me, you can right. do what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, and that's why it's so critical is that the life of God uh, is meant to be lived through us. Mm -hmm. And that's why Paul said, he said, not, only, not any longer do I live, but, but Christ who what? Lives in me. Um, he's it's fulfilling. Funny. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say yesterday, um, you know, Anna and I had or spent the day, because again, we're taping this ahead. We spent the day decorating for Caleb's proposal yeah. and, um, and just had a fun day. But that morning before we left, um, the time that I had with Jesus just preparing my heart for the day was so sweet. And in it, he actually alerted me to um, uh, some opportunities we were going to have for the day. And so just taking some time and writing out, listening, and I think about what you're talking about there with the the good work. And I asked him specifically, I was like, you know, what do you have for me today? And, and he gave me some sweet instruction that really was more, you know, lock eyes with me. And he actually even had me, I've done this before, and I've shared this before, had me write his name on the palm of my hand just as a reminder, a visual reminder, as I went through the day that he was right there in the midst of everything and to listen to his prompting and his conversation as I went. And, um, and he said, you know, you and Anna are going to have a sweet day and it's really going to be a day of ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting because we're really just decorating. <laughs> you know, this is all we're doing is decorating. And, um, and so we listened to that and, and we talked about it and prayed about it as we went. And, um, and he did give me a little alert till you know, I'd ask. And he said, you know, there's, there, there will be some moms that you come in contact with today that just need to be reminded that they're not alone and that he sees them and, and you're going to get to love on them. And, um, and I honestly had forgotten about that part of what I had written out until at the end of the day, I was speaking with a couple of the moms that were there helping us decorate and whatever. And the one comes up to me and she's like, I just have to say, this was such a blessing. She's doing all the work, mind you, 
I mean, cause she's got a vision for all of this. I'm like holding her babies um, and, and just kind of looking and saying, oh, that looks good. No, maybe not, you know, that sort of thing. But she's like, you have no idea. We don't have family in this area. Something I did know, we don't have family in this area. Your family coming around me today made me feel like I had family and I wasn't mm. alone. Beautiful. And and I just felt God's love through y'all. Let's you know, let's do something so we can keep our families connected more. And I was like, how sweet is that? That God, he knew the work he was preparing. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I honestly didn't need to know exactly what that was going to look like. I needed to know to be tuned in to him. And it was beautiful that he gave me alert that it would be a loving a mom and helping her feel less alone. But then he just did that. He, you know, he continued to, and and he did the the supernatural ministering through Anna and I, and we were just there. Yeah. We got to experience him do his work. Yes, yeah, yeah, and his work, um, remember, is is uh, uh, everything about the covenant life that he wants to do, which includes, uh, you know, maybe just giving us a gift, you know, maybe just having mm-hmm. us experience uh, something beautiful with him. So right. it's, it's not even just always having to go serve somebody else. Um, right. It certainly includes that because remember the covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. You will give it away and I'm going to have you participate in my communication, my life with other people, uh, your spouse, your kids, uh, your small group, uh, people around you. Um, I will uh, be able to you know speak to you. Um, I had a... Uh, uh, Uber trip I had to take from an airport um, uh, to a meeting, and um, the the lady was, um, you know, she was friendly, and she I was saying, you know, hey, what do you do? And you know, well, I drive for Uber, but I I'm in law school. She was probably, oh, um, how would, I bet she's in her mid forties. Oh uh, wow! Okay, good uh, for her. And. Um, She's in law school and, and uh, wants to, and I said, okay. I said, going, yeah, it's going pretty well. And uh, I said, uh, how much longer you got? You know, well, I got another, you know, six months or so. Uh, okay, what are you going to do? She said, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I got to make a decision, you know, what to do. And I said, I said, well, do you know how to make decisions? She says, no, not really. I said, well, are you a believer? She, and and, and the, the Holy Spirit prompted me, are you a believer? Yes. Right. Um, do you know how to determine God's will? No, <laughs> I don't. Mm. Um, and my daughter, I have a, I have a daughter, uh, and she's uh, she's now getting uh, out of high school. Um, we're thinking maybe going to a different state, but that means I have to take the bar at a different state. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I said, well, would you like to know? What do you mean, would you like to know? I said, <laughs> you can absolutely know God's will. How? Mm. I said, we have material for that. Um, I'm, I'm willing to help you. I'm going to give you my info, uh, set you up with the course, uh, take the course, and then uh, talk to me, and we'll, we'll help you out. Because, you know, God wants to help you make that decision. Yes. Uh, and so, it, you know, you look at it as, well, isn't that a chance meeting? You know, well, that's, no. the, that's <laughs> see, that's the good work of God today, of mm-hmm. just flowing right. with you know, and it wasn't like, hey, I've got to go make sure that I got to find out about this driver. It was just naturally happening. Yes. Uh, As got, we and go, got, and that, yeah, and, righteousness will go before him and she'll make his footsteps our pathway. That's it. Just I, walking with him into it. I'm going to establish uh, you in the good works, which are his works, 
through us. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of that is it's going to be joyful. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, it's going to be uh, full of, of incredible uh, supernatural things that we An get adventure. that we get, that we get to be part of. Um, yeah. And uh, it'll happen all the time. So that um, it's not about well, I'm going to decide where I should go serve God. Mm -hmm. God said, actually, you got it backwards. I'm going to serve you right. and others through you. Uh, let me establish you in good works. Um, he says that uh, also, and go to Hebrews 13, uh, 20 and 21. He makes another statement about this. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 says, Now may the Lord, uh, now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, he says that um, uh, I'm going to uh, have it flow through you, uh, establish this good work through you, in you, and for you, uh, because why? Christ is living in you. Um, and I've got it all. I've got it all planned out for you to join me uh, in my work that I want you to receive, you know, and live out, uh, and recognize that uh, it's He's doing that that activity to put you in that spot right. to enjoy Him and to have you know the God of peace and the God of power uh, be functioning. Uh, in my life where I'm located as he draws me into his story. Uh, and he said, I'm going to establish you in, in every good work. And so it, it's, it's an amazing uh, set of statements that he makes here that, mm -hmm. you know, it's all about my life in you and join me with what I'm up to. Um, and by the way, it's going to be fantastic and, and beautiful. Um, right. And uh, any other, any other insider thoughts there? Yeah, I was just thinking as we as we read that verse, you know, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead. Just stopping right there. Yeah. I love the way that verse starts. Yeah. It's um, just in case anybody is forgetting who we're talking about here. This is the same God who raised Jesus from the dead. <laughs> and he's the one who is actually doing this, who is completing every good work in you, who is inviting you into this. And like you said, I mean, the, think about the power of, of who he is yeah. and just the fact that I, I love that it, gives, that it gives a little bit of a resume to encourage our heart. You know, it's almost like just remember who you're talking to here. He is the God of peace, by the way, and he is the one who can simply speak the world into order. And he is the one who raised, raised his son from the dead. He is all of this. So, by the way, don't you think he can complete this good work in you and can't you enjoy the process of being in the midst of that? It's it's a sweet promise, I think, and a good reminder. I think for me, that's when when the enemy can derail me the most is when I get my eyes off of who God is yeah. and how fully capable he is. If I get in my own head about myself and my limitations and my anything, my ideas even, um, that's when I get derailed. When I remember who he is, the power just flows. Right. And as you uh, think of that word complete, see, we would, we would uh, read that as he finishes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, the word is, is much stronger than that. Uh, it means um, I'm going to fulfill his purpose of completeness mm-hmm. for you to make you uh, be transformed, to experience all of the life of God so that when he says, I'm going to complete the good work, it's not like, well, it's a start and an end. And you, right, it's and not you, checking the box and it's done. I did, I did it. Yeah. It's rather that <laughs> while you're walking with me mm-hmm. in this good work, oh, I'm, that's go- good. I'm going to bring completeness to you, uh, mm-hmm. wholeness to you. Uh, interesting enough, the, the, word, the root word for salvation uh, is, is wholeness, is healing, mm-hmm. is deliverance. Uh, is experience all the life of God, he says, that's what I'm doing with my good work uh, is for you to enjoy it, first of all, and for you to receive it, which is why the question that I always ask, and I, I've even uh, been uh, in a couple of discipling situations this week where I ask this question is, are you enjoying it? Uh, because there's an element of the life of God. If it's the life of God, it, there's going to be joy to that. Uh, now, does it mean you're absent of all trouble? No. Um, and you would say, well, there's, there's moments where it doesn't seem very joyful to me. I said, I get it. I understand that. But fundamentally, as you're walking with him in his, his path for you, uh, it's, it'll, be, it'll be a life of completeness. It'll be a life of joy. Because why? Well, because Christ is in us, and he's fulfilling the work and drawing us to himself to do his supernatural work and to exercise the beautiful life of him, which is to be restored, to have peace, to have freedom, uh, to have joy. Uh, All these are the element of it. That's why the blessing is so much bigger than just material stuff. Uh, It's relationship, it's uh, enjoyment, it's it's work that that I love being around, it's excitement, it's things happening just like, you know, you experienced with Caleb. Um, it wasn't just oh yeah he got he got engaged. It was right. it was no the whole the whole time was thrilling. The whole experience was thrilling, and the the fellowship and the joy and the fun, every bit of it, yeah, uh, every bit of it, you know, was was part of the life of God. You know, so that uh, as we're establishing good works, the key is uh, that it, he establishes, not us. Uh, so that the covenant is always in a receiving mode of where do you want me to walk? Wherever I walk, I'm going to be joining him in his good works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus member said that in John chapter 5. He said, I only went and did what the Father spoke and where he was at work. Right. Um, and I joined him in his work. And I didn't decide on my own what a good thing uh, there was to do. But rather, um, I'm going to go, you know, seek seek him. Uh, like for example, that is such a shift, though, and I and I just love that you're bringing that up. But it is such a shift from what our normal, everyday functioning is. You know, we tend to go and do what we know how to do, and then we come back when we're really stuck right. and ask God what He has to say. Right. <laughs> you know, right. we we wait till we get ourselves in the sticky wickets, as you say a lot of times before we come to him rather than walking along with him the whole time. Yeah. And, and it's such a, it's such a important shift to begin making. Yeah. And, and it know? works the other way too, is when we experience something, um, we assume, well, because that was successful, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to keep doing that. Like, for example, right. uh, the disciples, you know, had experienced the feeding of the 5,000, uh, supernatural work, and they were overwhelmed by it. Uh, right. Where, remember, Jesus said, well, you give it away. Mm-hmm. And they had to go out in faith with nothing. Right. And they multiplied for 5,000 people in the baskets, and they had left over. And had uh, left over, 12 baskets left and over, so right? And their so thought, their thought was... Man, that looked how cool that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do that every day, we'll have <laughs> we'll have thousands and thousands of people come to us, and won't that be the way to give it away? Right. And and, and God, isn't that like what we do? We, we tend to we put everything to a formula. We would yeah. say, okay, <laughs> all right, let's do it this way, and then look at that. Let's mm-hmm. let's make big bigger of it. And Jesus said, no, that's enough. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to the pray in the mountain and be with the Father, and you guys get in the boat. And I'll see you later. Um, and he sent, interesting enough, he sends them into a storm uh, that they had to experience the next supernatural thing. So the work of God wasn't what they thought was a good idea. Right. It was the path of God, which was, no, that's not what we're about. It, it, I want to demonstrate how beautiful this is, but that's not the ministry is just feeding the 5,000 all the time. Um, you right. get you actually. I'm going to send you into the boat. My next good work is for you to have to see. Do you believe? Which, by the way, they didn't. And then I'm going to come to you and and save you. Right. Um, well, that's a cool work <laughs> <laughs> that they got to be part of. And see, establishing right. good work is is day by day, step by step. Mm-hmm. What he has in mind for us to enjoy things, for us to be challenged by things, for us to have to walk uh, down certain paths that he's got experiences lined up that he wants to show us things. Right. Um, and there's no formula to that. So your path right. is different than my path. Um, and that's why we don't have the right to judge somebody and said, well, you should. It's really simple. My two questions that I always ask everybody is, um, are you learning to abide? Because apart from me, Christ says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing, and and that's the life. The life of the vine is you got to learn to do that. And then secondly, is um, are you enjoying the path that God has you on? And if if you want like me to assist you, I'm not going to tell you what that path is. I'm going to walk with you on that path and let God speak to us, and I'll and I'll assist as a faithful sheepdog. But He's the shepherd, not me. Uh, right, and there's a unit. You have a unique, and we path. don't want to come in with our presumptions. No, on no. what that and what he's doing. That's yeah. right, and there's no formula to that, and there's no even when you look at discipling, there's no well, you got to do this. It's mm-hmm. no, let's go find out where God would have you, and um, and we can walk with you because uh, discipling is really being a follower, mm-hmm. learning the covenant life of God, um, and, it, and it's a beautiful thing. So. As we think about this aspect of establishing us in good works, the key is they're going to happen. It's absolute. Every moment along the path, interesting enough, is God's good work. Right. Um, and don't don't try to segment it. And has its own unique character, whether yeah. he is working something outside or inside you or both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, uh, it's not about, like, for example, if he says, well, I need to have you learn forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I need to go work over here to serve others. He said, well, at the moment, my good work is for you to learn forgiveness. Right. See, Which is where the fruit's going to be. Stay with me. Be. So uh, it's all of life. 
and enjoy all of life, walk on his path. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, are you abiding and are you enjoying it fundamentally? And if the answer is no, well, then, then you know, let's, let's pray with you. And you can send us questions uh, at afjministry.com, and we'd love to uh, help you with that. Um, and, uh, Kathy, we will pick it up again uh, tomorrow. We'll get into uh, more of the covenant, which is where he gets into certain promises, which are kind of cool. Excellent. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. As always, if you enjoyed today, be a friend and tell a friend. Continue to share the podcast and um, and just bring others as yeah. we learn about covenant living and learn what it really is yeah. to live life abiding in Jesus. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, have a good day and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.